Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet full of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, you're sure to find your next closet go-to from American Giant. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code S-T-A-P-L-E-2-0. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The fantasy football show you all have been eagerly waiting for since we started going position by position. I know each and every one of you wanted us to lead things off with this, but we had to save the best for last. It is the kickers and defense rankings edition of the prospects and props podcast. Chris Schubert and Jamie Heisner here with you. Jamie doing a spin in his chair. That's how excited he is for the kickers and defense edition of the show. And I will tell you, I'm going to break the fourth wall a little bit. Everybody knows that we're recording a bunch of these shows in advance of Jamie going on an international voyage. Uh, he's going on a cruise. He's spanning the globe. He's going to get his passport stamped in a bunch of different places. We've already recorded this edition of the show, and it was full with all sorts of bits. We went down a Pokemon card rabbit hole. We had so much yeah. fun stuff. We lost the recording. It is lost yeah. to the ether of, of space and time, so we've had to re-record this episode. But just know you missed out on some incredible bits. But the analysis of the kickers and defenses, it is going to be the same here for us on both yeah. editions of the show. So, Jamie, I will leave it up to you. Would you like to start with the kickers, or would you like to start with the defenses? Let's start with the kickers, but before we, we do that, we won't. It's it's not going to feel natural to shoehorn it into the show, so it's going to have to be saved for a future conversation. Now. Okay, you, you're not going to redo a bit, right? No. Okay, but I want the listeners to know that there, it might have been the FBI that scrubbed the audio because. We had a long conversation about a particular criminal act. It's true. We true. You youth. did. You did admit to stealing a Pokemon yeah. card from somebody, and, and then the and audio got detail about it. Now, obviously, nobody here now knows what it is, and I will share the story again at some point because it, it did. Believe it or not, it somehow came up organically, and I'm not sure. I don't even remember how it came up organically, but it came up organically. It started. It's something to do with holographic cards and then holographic Pokemon cards and all this other stuff. But I will tell that story again at some point, but I'm not going to shoehorn it in here in that sense. We have to redo it because it just won't feel natural. It doesn't have the same meaning to it. But just so you know that I realize now that it might have been the FBI. Well, you did it. You did admit to stealing a Pokemon card in your youth. That that was that that is the TLDR of the story. There's a lot more detail to it than that. But that is the TLDR that Jamie stole a Pokemon card uh, in his youth. So, all right, kickers here, Jamie. Um, I'm not I hope this is okay with you. I'm not going to read all 20 names on the list. If that's no, the top 12, that's fine. We'll do the top 12. Uh, Tristan Vizcaino at 12, Dallas kicker, uh, New England kicker Chad Ryland at 11, Jake Moody 
San Francisco kicker at 10, Greg Zerline, Jets kicker 9, Giants kicker Graham Gano 8, Eddie Pinero, Panthers kicker 7, Jason Myers, Seattle kicker 6, Evan McPherson, Cincinnati kicker 5, Tyler Bass, Buffalo kicker 4, Youngway Koo, Atlanta kicker 3, uh, Daniel Carlson, Vegas kicker number 2, and Justin Tucker, surprise, surprise, Justin Tucker, mm-hmm. uh, Baltimore Ravens kicker, is your kicker number 1. Uh, Jamie, I mean, the first three names off this list are names that I want to talk about. Tristan Vizcaino in Dallas, and then the two rookie kickers in Chad Riley and Jake Moody, uh, those two teams don't use high-end draft picks on those kickers if they are not going to be their week one starters. Yeah, let's start with the rookies. Uh, and and that's where I got really excited about both these guys. We'll start with Jake Moody, who top 100 pick, not just a high their first, pick, was it, was it their first pick? Did they use their first pick that they had in draft? No, because remember they, they, remember they had like three uh, comp picks or something in the third round? Hold on, because I don't know if you're... I'm looking. I don't remember if he was their Cameron first. Cameron Latu was their first pick, it looks like. Okay. And he was their second. Hold on here. I'm looking. No, Jair Brown, pick 87. Jake Moody, pick 99. And then Cameron Latu, pick 101. So Jake Moody was their second pick. So, so he was their second pick. Thank you, Chris. I was right. Yeah, um, yeah, thank you for confirming that. Yeah, no but again, this is a player that I personally thought was the best kicker in this draft. Uh, I think he has the most chance, had the best chance for long-term success. Goes to a team that's going to have an offense. Uh, that is going to be solid, but maybe not great, depending on what the quarterback situation is going to be or, or how weird that the Brock Purdy's injury, if it lingers. But it's a good situation for him in to get field goal opportunities versus extra point opportunities. So I'm really excited to see what he can do there in San Francisco. I know it's a tough home place to kick, particularly late in the season, but I still believe in the talent, and we have seen the Niners produce Plenty of solid fantasy kickers before. I, I asked Robbie Gold uh, for the long time there of, of how successful he was in fantasy circles for the majority of his time in San Francisco. Uh, and then Chad Ryland's the interesting one. And I know he's super low uh, right now. What What is his ADP? His ADP is is uh, 34. So That's like, good math, yes. I have a kicker at 11. I understand why there is some hesitancy here because Nick Folk is still in the building. But they didn't trade up with the Jets to draft a kicker, which, by the way, cannot wait for him to to kick a game-winning field goal against the Jets at some point in his career. Uh, at some point in his career, was... come yeah. on, you know, you know when this is going to be. When this they year? they play the last game of the regular oh, season right. against each other. That's right. That might oh, be the was... kick that that makes the Jets miss oh, the playoffs. That would be so funny. Oh, it would be, be hel- you, you know, know what, Jamie? It would be effing hilarious. hilarious. It would be such a great time. Yep, looking forward oh, right. to it. Also, like like your left tackle has to get hurt in the meantime, so we can also talk about how they that the Aaron Rodgers trade swap cost in Broderick Jones. It'll be great. Can't wait. Fun stuff. Being a Jets fan sounds sounds super swell. Um, but I think Chad Rowling is going to win that job, and I think whichever kicker wins that job, that has been a highly productive offense for fantasy kickers. Like last year, Nick Folk was tied for the six most fantasy points uh, among all kickers. In previous years, he's been flirting with kicker one and kicker two. Like it is an offense that is even with it, one should be a little bit better than they were last year, but not so good that you're worried about losing out on a lot of field goal opportunities. This offense has produced plenty of quality fantasy kickers. So I am really excited uh, about seeing what he can do if he's given that opportunity. If not, then just swap them out with Nick Folk when you, when you do your drafts, like Nick Folk will be a top there. Uh, whoever is kicking there is going to be a, a, a K one. It's weird. It's weird to say that. A, a, a kicker one. In fantasy, we don't really use that term with kickers and defenses, do we? We don't go like, like we do RB ones, RB twos. No, we don't go just, like kicker ones. No, because people don't care about kickers in fantasy. 
Uh, that's true. Then why are we doing the show, Chris? Uh, again, it's a show that everyone's been waiting for. Uh, Jamie, I, I have to ask. You have a player inside your top 10 that you are 20 spots higher on than everybody yeah. else. You, Eddie, Eddie Pinero. Okay, so talk. So walk with me on this journey. Sure. Chris. I'm sitting we down, but I'll walk about, with you. Okay. Sitting, standing, walking. Whatever, whatever you're doing right now. Just keep your hands on the table. The point is... Typically, when we're looking at guys that I'm ranked super high on relative to consensus, they're either like rookies, like we just talked about with Jake Moody, sure. they're have some competition in the backfield or in the backfield, the kicking room, like Tristan Viscaino, sure. or even to some extent, Chan Ryland, who's both. Eddie Pinheiro last year tied with Nick Folk and Tyler Bass for the six most fantasy points among all kickers last season. Mm-hmm. He has remained. With the same team in Carolina. It's true. There is no backup. They did not bring in another kicker for competition. And we think this offense is going to be more efficient this year. What am I missing? Why is he going as the the kicker 29, which means undrafted? Why? 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 I, what makes us believe, based on that information about what I just laid out to you, that says Eddie Pinheiro should be going outside not even just not even the top ten where I have them, but outside the top twenty. Here, here's okay. here's what I love. They have they have two. I'm looking at the expert rankings for courtesy of our friends over at Fantasy Pros. They have two free agent kickers ranked in front of Eddie Pinera. Not kicking for anybody. Robbie Gold and Ryan Suckup ain't kicking for anybody in 2023 right now. Yeah, I, I just I, I I just guess this is an just a mistake that people aren't thinking about it or when they're they're doing their kicker rankings and he's just somebody that's got and, and look there's a little bit of I don't want to call anybody out because I don't I don't have specific names. Oh I'm just saying, do it Jamie. We'd love to do that here on the show. No, but but part of the if for those that are not familiar, part of the you have options when you submit your rankings to fantasy pros. Like when you start the process of submitting your rankings, they give you the option of either just basically starting from scratch or starting from expert consensus rankings and then moving guys around. My guess is, so this sometimes becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy where if the first handful people forget a name, that player gets ranked so far down on the base when you get your like blank sheet. And so start. everybody starts forgetting so said name. kind of forget about them. And usually that normalizes out with the other positions because like you realize that you're missing a name. But with kickers, and let's be honest, a lot of people don't spend a lot of time evaluating which kickers they want yeah, to play. Yeah, they don't spend as much time as you do on it, um, for sure. And probably shouldn't, let's be honest. But uh, And I think so that becomes a little bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy where it gets pushed so far down the, the list that people just forget about them and they find the kickers they like anyway and then they're done. Uh, but this one's really odd to me. Uh, this, this is a guy that I, I would absolutely target with either my last or my second to last round pick. Do not draft any buddy or entity that we are talking about on today's show before the final two rounds of your draft, or I will come to your house and I will wag my finger in your face with a stern look on mine. Can you, can you give us, can you give us a, a, a quick look at what that's going to look like? We oh, can't see the finger. The finger's not really in the, in the camera shot. Nope. There, there it is. There's the, there's the finger wax. That's I, I see my whole screen. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm cropped. Uh, yeah, for... I know. Yeah. Just right above, right above your microphone. Yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. That's that's the look you're going to get from Jamie if you draft a kicker or a defense earlier than the last two rounds of your draft. Yes, that's what's going to happen. Listening to you. on your podcast, this was a whole waste of five. That's nah, it's great. Those are the kind of bits we love. Uh, anybody else in the kicker department that you'd like to discuss? 
Uh, I think somebody might be surprised that I don't have Harrison Butker in my top 12. You have him at 13? Yeah, he's currently ranked as kicker five. I don't know when we're just going to just understand that Harrison Butker's not a good fantasy kicker. I just like he's not. He just came out and said it. Hasn't been. I, I, I don't know what to tell people. Like, he's just not. And, and, and everybody wants it to be. So last year he ranked uh, like uh, in total. Uh, I was going to go average because I know we missed some time. An average, he ranked 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. I'm still naming names. 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, tied for 22nd. He only was a top 10 kicker four times last year on a weekly basis. Oh, but you know, Chris, he must have been way better the year prior. Nope. Oh, 2021? Let me take a peek here for you. Kicker 12. Uh, 2021, he uh, had three years in which uh, three weeks in which he finished oh, inside yeah. the, the top 10. Oh, but he surely ranked as a tight end one in 2020. No, sure. Let kicker, me take a peek. Or, or kicker um, 13. One, two, three, four, five, five weeks in which he was the top 10 kicker. So he ranked as the number one kicker in fantasy in 2019, and he has not been a top 10 kicker since. Stop drafting him like kicker one. Yeah, tight end. not gonna do it. Uh, 20, 2019 was the year. I'm one, two, hey, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven weeks in which he was a top ten yeah, kicker. He, he finishes a number one overall kicker. There, there was no debate there. But that was 2019. We were different people back then. That was that was pre-pandemic. For a lot of reasons. That's we yes, pre-pandemic. Yes. Lots of things have changed since then. Yes. Maybe maybe it's it's the the little coronavirus that's like stopping the ball from going through no you know why because all they do is score freaking touchdowns it's true they do just score a lot of touchdowns and go for a fourth and short because they got patrick mahomes and why wouldn't you yep 100 percent um okay defenses defenses let's talk about them all right how do you want to you want to do top 12 again for this yeah top 12 again all right miami if if you want to see the full list i I rank all 32 because i'm a masochist and you, you can go on draftnetwork.com underneath the fantasy football tab, and you can find all the rankings. And by the way, that tab updates. So whenever if I make a fantasy update, like in Europe or something, spoiler, I ain't gonna be you're, you're gonna be on a cruise ship. You're not gonna be doing yeah, any updates. <laughs> hypothetically speaking, wanted to make a fantasy update at any point. Uh between now and the start of the season, it's going to update automatically in there. So it, those whatever you see there is always going to be the most up-to-date ranking. I got to tell you, after all the work that we are doing in order to have shows ready to go for while you're gone on this trip, if you make ranking changes while you're gone, I'm going to be angry at you. I'm not because just like, I'm not, I don't care. Here's your top 12 defenses. We'll find out where, because uh, inevitably Hopkins and, and Cook will sign or whatever while I'm out of the country and, and whatever, I'll figure them out when I get back. In the meantime, I don't know, just push off your drafts. Miami 12, Seattle 11, Baltimore 10, Jacksonville 9, Kansas City 8, Carolina 7, the Jets 6, the Patriots 5, the Eagles 4, the Bills 3, the Cowboys 2, and the 49ers 1. Jamie, my immediate takeaway, these top two teams feel pretty pretty uh, yeah. solid in where you have them with the 49ers and the Cowboys. They do all the things you need to do. You need to have sack production, and you need to have sp- splash plays in terms of interceptions and fumbles, and I think both of these teams do that at a very high clip. Yeah, and last year, Dallas finished number two. San Francisco finished number three among all fantasy defenses. So, uh, they again, that's that's the key, Chris. You broke it down. Like, obviously, 
points allowed are always going to be a factor, but it's a little bit tougher to project that specifically. So what you're looking for is just good overall defenses that make splash plays. And you can guarantee you're going to get points on, on one point for sack, two point for interceptions and fumbles. So who's creating turnovers, who's getting to the quarterback and who has the athletes to do so. And then you also want to consider potential opportunity for, you know, points around them. And let's be quite honest, the Niners are going to basically get the feast on, the Rams and the Cardinals a couple times or four times combined a year between those things. Um, the other ones here that are really interesting to me is, is I think the New England Patriots at five. And that might be that might surprise some people like, oh, the Patriots at five. They were the number one fantasy defense last year by 16 points. That's pretty good. 16 points above any other fantasy defense last year. And I, I know that is, you know, it, it's a defense that on the surface doesn't feel like it should be there, but obviously they're extremely well coached. We all know what Bill Belichick can do from a schematic standpoint on defense. They've got some key playmakers. Uh, and again, PSA, by the way, uh, don't bring guns to the airport folks. Just I'm, I'm not going to bring guns to the airport when I leave the country. You shouldn't either. And neither should Jack Jones, but even if Jack Jones doesn't play this year, Christian Gonzalez, Christian Gonzalez is a really good opportunity to step right in as a starter and be productive. Uh, Matthew Judon is still there. We saw Josh Uche. Yeah, break they, out a bit. They've so got players that can fit both of those boxes. Got the guys yeah. to be there. And I know it's a tough division. And obviously the Jets offense, they, like they, don't, they, they are the weakest offense in the division by far. So they're always going to be facing better competition on offense six times a year. But they get those splash plays and they get the most out of the players that they do have. So I don't want them to get pushed too far down draft boards. Um, and the other team I like a lot and I'm way higher on than consensus. 18 spots higher on. In fact, the Carolina Panthers. They were a top. The bandwagon's 10. leaving the station, folks. The Carolina Panthers bandwagon is leaving the station. I, I know. And top 10 fantasy defense last year. I think their offense will be improved enough to help them get off the field more often uh, or not be on the field as often. They've got the playmakers you're looking for. I expect them to be well coached up on defense compared to the whatever was happening at different points last year. Although I would say their defense was always kind of like their there's their rock Steve uh, Wilkes with Steve Wilkes. And it's not like Steve Wilkes is a bad coach. I'm just thinking the whole team is going to be more well coached this year. And they've well. got a good defensive coordinator. They do. And I put all those pieces together with some of their high end skill players. They have both in the front seven and in the secondary. And I say, this is a team that has high potential to be really successful. They were last year and they're being completely disregarded right now as a defense 25 an undrafted defense. I think they're, they're a defense that absolutely deserves to be taken as, again, in your last two rounds uh, as a team that I think you might be able to start for a couple weeks, at least to start the season. You're going you're gonna to mix and match. And, and, I, and I will say this, the second PSA. So PSA one, don't bring guns to the airport. PSA two is statistically speaking, and there have been research done on this, teams that will stream their defenses will tend to score a higher point total than even the number one total defense in the NFL for that year. So you always want to be streaming your defenses and you want to be playing the matchups. So nobody we're talking about today is a set it and forget it and never come back. So you just, just be aware of that. You always want to be streaming defenses, which is again, why you should be drafting them in your final two rounds. So you're not giving up the opportunity cost of losing out on better options earlier on. You don't win any freaking awards for getting the first defense in the draft. And, and quite frankly, even if I guaranteed you, if you took a defense in the middle round, they'd be the number one defense, you still might not be getting value.
My PSA is over, Chris. Okay, I just I knew, I wanted to make sure I didn't interrupt the PSA. It feels like interrupting a PSA would go against what the PSA was was there for, so I didn't want to interrupt. Uh, anything else from a defense side of things? If there's any other team you want to shout out here, yeah, a couple teams I'm lower on than normal uh, right now. Denver's being drafted as as the defense twelve. I'm not sure. I know they've got some pieces that you like, and you look at their depth chart and you go, "Man, I really like what they've got there." You also like the fact that the offense should not be anywhere near as god awful as it was this last year abysmal is the word i would use that would be a good one but it's also a defense that just hasn't didn't have a lot of fantasy production last year they were bottom five uh in the nfl in average fantasy defense uh in the score fantasy defense with 102 points only the lions falcons raiders and bears were worse than them i still think they've got a, this team has got a little bit of a ways to go and i'm not willing to bet on them yet um again we're playing the matchups here and so that's one of those ones where if they have the right matchup at the right time, I'm more than happy to pick them up. But it's not a defense that I'm specifically targeting uh, right now that's going there. And then the other one that is going about 10 spots higher uh, and is ranked 16 spots higher than have them is Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's a bad team, man. That offense is not going to do them any favor. The defense is going to be on the field more than anybody else in all of football. A lot. And they've gotten worse on defense. This is a team that struggled to stop the pass even before. Like, I'm just, I'm out. Yep. I'm not. And for those reasons, even, I'm out. They're not even streamable for me at the at the moment. Like, they're just out. No, until they show a, a sample size of being improved, I don't think you could even remotely put them in your streaming options. And, Jamie, I think people just assume of the defenses of the past and Todd Bowles being there that their defense is going to be fine. But I don't know, man. I, that offense is not going to be on the field a ton. And they're going to have a lot of yeah. short drives. They're going to have a lot of drives that end in giving the ball away to the other team. And I just think the defense is going to be on the field way too much for them to be productive. I just, I'm so out on this team for 2023. I think it's going to be a disaster. I agree. I agree. They're, they're in the number one pick conversation, sadly. That is going to do it for us here on uh, this edition of the show. We've got takes on takes for you tomorrow to close out the week. I know everyone was looking forward to the kickers and the defense conversation, but one more show this week, takes on takes. In the meantime, please rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, share the podcast, all those things help us out a ton. Video version over on YouTube, the Draft Network. You can see the video version of the show. Give the video a thumbs up, leave a comment, subscribe, turn on the notification bell, all those things. Again, help the show out a ton, and we would greatly appreciate it here uh, if you did that. That is going to do it for us here on this edition of the show. One more show this week for us. It's Takes on Takes. You take over the show for tomorrow to close out the week. So that's what we've got to look forward to tomorrow. In the meantime, have a good one, and we'll talk to you all later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.